Hi, my name is Anthony DeSimone, and this is the Yen Podcast. And you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems, and offering solutions. When I decided to leave my nine-to-five, six-figure career and begin working directly with entrepreneurs and small business owners, I expected to be working with people who needed help with improving their profitability and cash flow. What I did not expect was to be working with people who are close to hitting rock bottom, not just financially and professionally, but mentally, emotionally, and physically as well. For instance, I recently spoke with a business owner whose business has been struggling. Her circumstances are complicated by the fact that her business partner is also her husband. As we talked about her problems and concerns, we covered some topics that were very uncomfortable, and she began crying. She was so exhausted and unhappy that she no longer enjoyed going to work, and the stress invariably spilled over at home. That same week, I also spoke with another business owner who has been using his retirement and investment money to supplement a $50,000 weekly payroll. The strain of mounting debts and considerable losses has begun to affect other areas of his life. He can't sleep, and his family relationships are suffering. After listening to him describe his circumstances... I said to him, this has been happening for a long time and it's only getting worse. Why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep investing more money, more of your retirement money, more of your investment money into the business? As he was looking down at the ground, he explained how his father handed over this 87-year-old business to him in, in good shape. And now he feels deeply ashamed that the company, his father's legacy, is faltering under his leadership. He feels obligated to fix the problem instead of passing this burden on to his own son. When I started my business, I would never have thought that I could help either of these business owners rebuild their lives with just an accounting background. But these stories are now becoming typical for me, and when I listen to them and see the pain in their faces, it reaffirms my decision to leave behind a successful six-figure career to start my own consulting business. As a consultant, I now get very excited about helping not just struggling businesses, but more importantly, the people behind those businesses. It gives me the opportunity to use my accounting expertise to address the root cause of their problems. This was not something I did in my 9-to-5 career job. Now, as a full-time consultant, I specialize in it. But it took starting my own business to see how much more I had to offer. I believe that many of you want to start your own business and realize your full potential as well. And I know this because out of all my podcasts and blogs, 
the one that has received the most comments and interest was when I shared my decision to leave my successful career to start my own business. In fact, many of you asked to meet for coffee or talk on the phone to discuss this very topic in more detail. After several of those conversations, I realized that there are a lot of people out there who want to make this change but are held back by fear. So I thought I would share some observations and lessons to help guide you on your path to overcome your fears. Basically, six steps to becoming successful in starting your own consulting business. Now, there are advantages and disadvantages with a nine-to-five career. The primary advantage is having a fixed income. It's human nature to feel uncomfortable with uncertainty and instability. And when we know how much we are going to make each week, we feel confident that we can support our families and pay the bills. This, by the way, is why so many people have considered my decision to leave my six-figure career as, as courageous. It is also the reason why so many of those same people tell me that they feel they're unable to do so themselves. The truth is, you could probably make two to three times more money by creating your own business and using your specialization or expertise. The primary disadvantage with a nine-to-five career is that you are more than likely discounting your value by 50 to 75%. So how do you make this happen? How do you make two to three times more than what you're making now? Well, the key is planning. My decision to forego another high-paying position and start my own business was part of a very long five-year goal. Planning ahead helped me lay out the strategy to make the goal possible. And I did it following these six steps. Step one, define your ideal client. Do not underestimate the need to define your ideal client. Unless you have complete clarity with that, you cannot move on to the second step. And if you don't know who your ideal client is, I can guarantee you will fail as a business. And there are many worksheets available on the internet. But to save you time, I have a link on my website. Just pull it up, and there's 16 questions. All you have to do is answer the 16 questions, and that will help you create the clarity you need with your ideal client. And even if you already have an existing business, I suggest you still do it. You still fill out the questions because it will give you clarity with who you want to be working with. Michael Port, the author of Book Yourself Solid, discusses the importance of knowing your ideal client and describes not only a definition of that target customer, but he suggests that you create an avatar that makes it feel even more real. He shares an avatar in the book that sounds like this. Nikki Stanton a 37-year-old divorced entrepreneur with a web conferencing business. She's internet and business savvy. 
invests most of her profit back into the business, lives in San Diego in a gated community with her 10-year-old daughter, Madison. She's involved in her daughter's school and drives her to dance classes. She has a home office and makes approximately $117,000 a year. She jogs three times a week in the neighborhood. She loves to find bargains on designer clothes and dreams of visiting Italy with her daughter someday. That's the avatar that he created. After I defined my ideal client, I created my avatar, and my avatar sounds like this. Tom and Jennifer are the owners of a small business. They incorporated in 2003, and the revenue has grown annually by about 8%, with revenues reaching $5 million last year and a modest profit of $50,000. They employ nine full-time and three part-time employees, and they have three children with their oldest daughter now working in the business. Tom oversees production and operations while Jennifer handles the accounting, sales, and marketing. Tom enjoys the day-to-day operations but doesn't really enjoy supervising the employees. He sees that part of the job as an energy drain and is frustrated that all of the employees look to him to make decisions that he feels they should be able to make themselves. Tom wishes he could spend more time working on the business and less in the business, but his day-to-day demands prevent him from doing this. In his spare time, Tom enjoys going to car shows and fixing up cars and has a 1972 Dodge Charger in his garage that has been partially restored but because of his lack of time hasn't been touched in over three years. Jennifer doesn't have an accounting background but has managed to learn QuickBooks and enter all of the customer invoices and vendor payments. She lets her outside accountant perform the bank reconciliations and they typically don't ask for any additional help from the outside accountant until the end of the year financials. Jennifer is spending far more time entering invoices and handling the accounting as the company grows and is frustrated because she would prefer to be using her college degree in marketing to focus on the marketing and sales of the business. When Jennifer isn't working, she is spending most of her time with her two younger children driving them to school and other extracurricular activities. Like Tom, she is spending far too much time at work and does not have much time for the kids or herself. Despite the moderate annual growth, Tom and Jennifer are struggling with cash and have no idea where the money is going. In order to make payroll, they have been cutting their own pay to the point where several times a month they're not paying themselves at all. And the lack of cash is becoming so stressful, Tom and Jennifer are arguing over money, not only at work, but now at home. Now that is my avatar, and I can help that person. What does your avatar sound like? The more clear you become with your ideal client, the easier it will be to find them. Step two, find your ideal client. Now that you know who your client is, the next step is to find out where they spend their time. At first, I I didn't have any idea where to find my ideal client. However, being mindful of who my ideal client was because I had defined it, it made it easier for me to recognize where to find my ideal client when I finally came across them. Step three, volunteer your services. Now there's a branch at the University at Buffalo called the Center for Entrepreneurial Leadership. This center specializes 
in teaching business owners and entrepreneurs how they can run their company more effectively. This MBA style course includes training on various business topics from marketing to financial report reviews. Most importantly, this class is primarily for business owners. It offers them an opportunity to share their problems and get excellent advice from others who've experienced the same issues. I learned about this branch of UB because I was already an adjunct professor teaching accounting at the university. When I met with the dean in charge of this program, I simply offered my services without asking for anything. I really did want to help. I love helping these people. This is like a hobby for me. I really enjoy helping small businesses. It's fun. So it wasn't difficult for me to offer my services, to volunteer my services. I noticed that they did not have a strong focus on teaching how to properly read financial reports and how to set and achieve goals. So I offered to teach both. Considering that I had been teaching adjunct for 10 years prior, the dean immediately said yes. Step four, test your products and services. Considering I have spent all of my 23 years of service working in small businesses, I assumed I knew exactly what small businesses wanted. I was wrong. I thought the business owners would be very interested in my goal program. I figured they'd be interested in learning the skill of how to create them and how to complete them. But after working with them on a volunteer basis, I discovered they were most interested in my cash flow forecast predictor. They wanted a tool that would allow them to predict cash flow better. My ideal client is typically struggling with cash flow and has no idea how to track it. More importantly, they don't know how to forecast it. This is where their need was greatest and is also one of my greatest strengths. Leading with this product allows me to create the trust before offering any of my other services. By working with so many clients for free, volunteering, before launching my own business, I was able to correct my own misconceptions, improve my cash flow forecast, and continue to add new forecast features to improve the product even more. And that was all because I volunteered and I tested the product and I tested the services. Step five, begin selling your products and services on the side. Now that you have an idea of who to sell to and what to sell, you're ready to begin selling. Take the time you have after work or during weekends to begin selling your product or service. If you don't have any idea what to price your products or services at, consider your hours should be two to three times the hourly rate from your full-time 9-to-5 career. Or you could ask some of the clients you helped when you were volunteering because they will probably be more than happy to help you after what you did for them. 
you will know you reached the correct amount when you begin to get pushback from the customer. In fact, don't stop pushing your rates up until you begin to get that pushback. The hardest part of consulting for me is sticking to the price that I think is fair. I want to help so much, and since I'm typically helping clients struggling with their cash flow, I sometimes find myself discounting my prices. Don't do that. You have great value. Don't discount that. Step six, take the leap. Go full-time. Now, it's unlikely that your side business will grow so much that you can simply transition out of your 9-to-5 job and into a full-time consulting business, especially if your business involves selling your hours. This means you will have to eventually take the leap. And believe me, it's scary. But you have to have faith in yourself. For me, it helped to analyze the worst-case scenario I might encounter, which was failing to achieve enough business to support my family. If that were to happen, I knew I could look for a job and go back to the career I left as a CFO for a small business. That's not so bad. That's not the end of the world. So I concluded that if this is the worst-case scenario then I was capable of handling it. So what was I waiting for? I assume for many of you listening, your worst case scenario is similar. The key to overcoming these fears and getting started is planning. This goal of mine, which included these six steps, took approximately five years to come to fruition. It's extremely important to lay the groundwork and set up the runway to improve your chances of your success. The more time you give yourself to find your ideal client and test your services, the better your chances will be at starting your own business and succeeding. The more runway you create for yourself, the easier it will be to take off. For me, it's been over eight months now and I have never been happier I enjoy what I do, and I am spending just about every working hour performing the work that I am best at. I truly believe that everyone has a talent or a skill that they are better at than anyone else. When you can match up your greatest talent with your work, you will feel as if you're not working at all. And you will be making a significant impact on improving your clients' businesses and lives. Best of all, this work will seem easy. So if you want to get started on your business, follow the six steps. Define your ideal client. Find your ideal client. Volunteer your services. Test your products and services. Begin selling your products and services on the side. And then take the leap. Go full time. Now when I did it, I didn't necessarily follow those steps in that order. I made a bunch of mistakes on the way. But now that I'm here, I've organized it for you to make it easier. So I hope you follow those steps. And I hope you have a great day.
If you ever happen to be going down Broadway in Lancaster, New York, you probably won't notice, but there is this building between two houses with a storefront. That's where PRZ Technologies is headquartered. This building, which was built in 1927, reminds me of one of those buildings at Disney. You think it's a small storefront, but then you enter and look around at all the space and you wonder, how is it possible it's this large? That's how I feel when I'm walking into PRZ and that building opens up to 32,000 square feet of space. And once you're in it, it's really neat to see the amazing contrast between that old-style 1927 building and the -the state-of-the-art cutting-edge machine tools that are all over the place inside it. They have everything from simple mills to five-axis machines. And the facility, well, let me tell you, it's not your standard machine shop. It's clean. I mean, really clean. I mean, you can drop your lunch on the floor, pick it up and eat it type of clean. That's also one of the words you can use to describe the fixtures they build. They're beautiful. Really, they're pieces of artwork. It's really amazing to watch them take what are basically blocks of metal and craft them into beautiful fixtures that are used around the world on everything from aerospace to automotive products. In fact, PRZ Technologies has built a reputation as one of the worldwide leaders for fixture making in the auto industry. PRZ has made fixtures for just about every major car manufacturer, including Tesla. They're everywhere. PRZ has grown almost 300% in the past seven years. And you don't have to go much further than the owner, Walt Prisbel, to understand why. Quite frankly, he's a genius. He understands the mechanics of the machine tools so well, it allows him to create unique designs for not only the fixture, but sometimes he assists the customer to rethink their whole process when he sees a more efficient way to produce the end product. He is constantly talking to and giving advice to the lead engineers from the major automotive companies all around the world. And the best part, he never went to college. Are you kidding me? This man found his passion and created a business around it. Oh, and on the weekends, he's the crew chief for the NHRA Torrance Drag Racing Team. And for those of you who don't know what that is, the NHRA is like the NFL of drag racing, and the Torrance Racing Team would be the New England Patriots. Check them out on ESPN2 next time they show a race. It's pretty neat. Now, since its inception in 1999, Walt has done a fine job at hiring a very talented group of key managers who have played a pivotal role in PRZ's continued growth and success. Along with the key managers, PRZ has a very talented group of 15 machinists with a combined knowledge of over 200 years of machine tool experience. When I think of a well-run company, one of the first companies that always comes to mind is PRZ Technologies. 
It's a great company with great people who truly believe in their mission to make your advanced CNC manufacturing ideas and concepts that seem impossible a reality. Check them out at prztech.com. That's prztech.com.